0: what is going on guys i am page master 21 today i want to talk about casanova and apparently the media wants to veto um vlad tv here's the thing first of all like subscribe comment send me topics you want me to talk about um, through instagram here twitter whatever the case may be but let's get right into it those of you who don't know Casanova is a streaming rapper uh under the Rocky Nation um label now I'll be honest with you I don't really know too much about Casanova other than the fact that he's been on numerous interviews uh talking about his past historical um situations let's say it but uh Currently is locked up now on a lot of extortion, money to hire paraphernalia, etc. Uh, on December 1st, prosecutors from the Southern District of New York Federal Court declared a warrant for the arrest of Casanova, who they alleged was a leader within the Untouchable Gorilla Stone Nation gang. He was among 18 alleged members of the Untouchable Gorilla Stone National Nas- Nation gang charged in connection with various racketeering, murder. Narcotics, firearms, and fraud offenses officials say. Let me tell you something, man. Rico don't play that shit. When the feds get in, who have a 96% uh, successful rate for charging people guilty, you're pretty much done. Um, a day later, of course, Casanova surrendered to federal court, and he's been locked up since. Man, when yo when when the government tries to get you on racketeering charges bro you're done so the thing is is that people are clowning uh the breakfast club interview that he did like two years ago and then the vlad tv interview that he did three years ago and stating that this was um pretty much the reason why he got caught up listen when you go on these interviews right it is your job to display and to acknowledge what people should know about you because that the interviewer asks you a question doesn't mean that you have to answer it you don't have to answer the question okay and you also don't have to make it uh make the final cut and that is if that is the thing that people are overlooking is that he asked he didn't say no to any of the parts of the interview to be refrained from the final product so that is on Castle Nova. that is like on anybody else who does any type of interviewing what you say is what you're going to see and what going to be in the public eye so it is your choice and it is your responsibility to ensure that these words won't come back and bite you in the ass So here's a story from the new york times when a popular tribe and hip-hop festival rolled into creams for two shows in fall 2019 the promoters agreed to drop five rappers from the new york roots from the lineup after police asked that they do so because of safety concerns the five were affiliated with recent acts of violence citywide and there was a high, higher risk of the shows turning violent if they took the stage and assistant chief wrote to festival organizations the letter did not specify what had caused the concerns but a federal indictment until this week sheds some light on the subject as one of the five casanova was charged in a decade-long racketeering conspiracy that spanned murder drug crimes and gun offenses listen did you hear that let me repeat that for you decade-long racketeering conspiracy the vlad interview that he did was three years ago the breakfast club interview that he did was two years ago They feds have been on this case for 10 years and social media is trying to boycott Vlad TV saying that Vlad incriminates the black people. I actually find some of Vlad TV's interviews quite um, educational, in my opinion. I love when Boosie comes on. I love TK Kirkland. I love Michael J. White. I started now, Kid has been on there uh, as of this summer. I love Kid from Kid and Play. These interviews, these people who have a lot of life experiences shed light to us young folks so that we are able to then continue the traditions and educations and forms to the generation after us. So I listen to these guys, especially in D.L. Hughley, another one. These guys are very intellectual. D.L. Hughley didn't even graduate high school. But if you go look at his vocabulary, when he uses these interviews, his vocabulary is exceptional. And he sheds light on just the most profound stuff that you ever do. So, and Casanova shedded some light in the sense where, you know, I, I was, you know, pretty much on my own when I was 18 and I got caught up. And I think what, what got Casanova caught up at first was that he robbed, he tried to rob a... um. Uh, not, a, not a laundromat. Shit, what is that thing? They have them on every corner of New York. Um, I can't think of it, but anyway, the people come up, they shot his friend and the friend snitched, and that was kind of it. Casanova, whose legal name is Caswell Sr. and 17 others, were accused of the of what the top federal prosecutor man called terrible acts of violence in New York City. The question is, is what what is he do now? Contest the charges or cooperate, as better-known rapper famously did last year in a similar case. They are referring to six nine. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't think I do. Casanova is done. When they when they get you on racketeering, you're done, bro. Like there's nothing else. I don't know, man. Especially if they've been doing it for ten years. I mean, they got. They probably have a rock solid case. Um, let me continue with this article from New York Times. Those included a federal prosecution that threatened to doom the meteoric career of what a better known 6ix9ine a state case in which Bobby Schmerder, a rising Brooklyn rapper, pleaded guilty to conspiracy and weapon charges. See, if you can get down to that conspiracy, man, you have a little chance of getting some leeway. But when that racketeering charge is stuck on you, man, you're not getting out from racketeering, man. Like Mr. Senior and Bobby Schmurter, his fellow Brooklyn native 6ix9ine was born. Dane Hernandez, is also known as Takashi 6 ix 9 was charged for participating in a racketeering conspiracy carried out by the violent gang. Instead of fighting the case against them, he used social media to cultivate a polarizing, lucrative persona as a self-described hip-hop supervillain, with what proved to be exaggerating, exaggerated gangster presidentials quickly chose to cooperate with their authorities. And the crazy part is Casanova went on The Breakfast Club and made a statement about six nine snitching and saying that if you worth a million dollars you're going to snitch so people are like well damn did you forefront saw this coming and they're assuming that casanova is going to snitch you know casanova has got to do what he's got to do man he's got a kid at home he's got children he already lost his daughter once he his daughter was born while he was locked up with that armed robbery uh so i don't know what he's gonna do man but um I mean, this is tough, but I'm just hating the fact that people are blaming uh, interviewers of saying that they got these people to snitch on themselves. These interviewers did not commit the acts of violence or crimes. These these rappers or gangsters or whatever you want to call them have been doing this for a little bit more part of 10 years minimum. And y'all are going over the fact that an interview from three years ago is convicting Casanova is ludicrous. Like I said, people, you have to realize what you are saying. So my point that I want to get across to this is, you know, another thing that Casanova has done that nobody wants to talk about is the brandishing of content on social media. So essentially, you have been self-snitching on yourself, but he doesn't get any credit from saying, well, I did snitch on myself, but he did. So. You know, the rap lyrics, the rap videos, and this and that and the other, I mean, that's telling you what he's doing. The the feds the feds said they really got him down from um, I believe phone recordings stating the violent acts and calling the shots. So the interview is nothing but like an ingredient, a piece of the cake. The foundation is something else. And people, young folks, men, especially men, you have to realize, man, when you get to a certain age, you'll know. So like I just turned I just turned 32 and 2020 has taught me that, you know what? We got to get not only off these streets, but you have to get off social media as much. Even if you're building a brand get off social media so much, man, move behind the scenes because believe it or not, people are watching you from afar. You know, people are watching you from afar, so you need to start moving in silence, like Lil Wayne said in one of his moves, in one of his uh, songs. Real G's moving silence and something, I forgot what it was called, but we need to start doing that again. Because this public display, people are getting jealous. You know, all they got to do is tell the feds one small little thing. The fans can just go look it up real quick. Boom, you're done. Or it's recorded. That's it. Even if you delete a tweet real quick, it is still in the system somewhere. So, uh, hopefully this is a quick lesson for people to understand. Get off social media, people. It is brainwashing you if you're building a business sure if you know you you make it a a, a, a accomplishment here and there okay sure but the posting five or six times a day is just too much man it's just too much for any person period just learn to appreciate life and make choices behind the scenes make differences behind the scenes you don't have to be Acknowledge for every little small thing that you do, and Casanova, unfortunately, learned this too late. Until next time, peace.